From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. The American Cancer Society projects that more than 60,000 women will be diagnosed with in situ breast cancer this year. Here to share her experience with diagnosis and treatment of this non-invasive cancer is Nancy Page. She's the Chief Nursing Officer for Upstate University Hospital. Welcome to HealthLink on Air. Thank you. Now, before we talk about your personal experience, I'd like to ask you, since you're part of the hospital's senior leadership, you're involved in approving big expenditures. So tell us about the purchase of equipment for something called IORT. So IORT is intraoperative radiation therapy. And I'd say maybe it was uh, 18 months ago um, where the hospital officers were looking at large capital. Um, So those are pieces of equipment, uh, buildings, things you spend a lot of money on when you say large capital. Um, And the IORT was a piece of equipment that we were looking at. Uh, And when we when we vetted the equipment, I could see that this would allow a woman with a particular type of breast cancer, non-invasive, to have their surgery. So what most people refer to as a lumpectomy. So have their surgery and their radiation all in one day. So you would not be returning for 15 successive radiation treatments. Wow. Uh, so at that time, I just thought, wow, you know, just sitting in your own seat, um, what a quality of life impact. Uh, the outcomes were very equitable. Um, it just seemed like a very wise investment for us. And we would only then be the second center in New York State, Memorial Sloan Kettering being the other, that would offer this for women with uh, breast cancer. And you couldn't have known then that you were approving something that you would later end up using as a patient? I had no idea. You know, certainly always have gotten annual mammograms since I turned 40 many years ago. Um, but had no idea it was something that would benefit myself. So take us back to July 2018. So that's when you went to Wellspring for the routine mammogram, right? Right. Summer Summertime is kind of my do-all-my-catch-up routine um, medical care that you need to do to take care of yourself, you know, preventative. So went for my routine mammogram, annual mammogram at Wellspring, where I've been going for many, many years at our community campus. Um, and then... Um, I got a call that uh, they wanted me to come back in um, because there was a change from the uh, prior mammogram, um, and they would like to do a biopsy. So that had to worry you. To it hear it always, yeah. I don't know how it couldn't worry any patient. Um, I mean, they you, you do a biopsy because there's something suspicious there. Uh, certainly a large percentage of those can come out benign, um, but also a percentage of those can come out as cancer. Well, um, so so you had a period of time between knowing something was wrong or unusual and getting the biopsy. Um, were you just filled with worry the whole time, or how did you deal with it? I, you know, it's you can only put it to the back of your mind for so many hours out of the day. So it would, you know, all of a sudden come forward, and you always think, well, what if? And then the other part of you thinks, well can't have no that doesn't make any sense I don't I have a maternal grandmother uh, who had breast cancer but very very late um, probably 80 years old when she was diagnosed so um, I think it comes forward and then you suppress it and it comes forward again so it certainly is I would say a a constant state of worry so having your nursing background do you think that was a a benefit to you or do you think that made it worse because you know so much about what could go wrong I think the benefit is is that as a nurse, a physician, uh, you know, if we are a clinician in healthcare, you can read the literature and more quickly understand it. And when you sit with your 
medical team, you can come up with more educated questions. The bad part, um, and my clinician colleagues understand this, is that sometimes you too, too quickly go down the parade of terribles. So what if, what if this is invasive breast cancer? What if, you know, um, so you can too quickly go down that road. So that's something that I think I worked really hard not to go, not to go down that road. Did you feel different? Did you, were there any symptoms or anything that you looked back I had and were like, no, oh, I should have. Yeah, no symptoms whatsoever. No, um, there was no lump in my breast. Breast didn't look any different. No drainage. No. So there was nothing. So I, this just really, really underscores the importance of preventive health care. So what do you remember about um, learning that you were diagnosed with breast cancer? Did it come in a phone call or a? Uh, it came in a phone. Yeah, it definitely came in a phone call. Um, and I just remember the physician saying this is so it's ductal carcinoma in site two. So it was a cancer confined to the, the duct. We all have milk dust. Women all have milk ducts in their breasts confined to the duct. I, I knew that was a better type of cancer. Uh, and then the very next very next thing is this is the best type of breast cancer you could possibly have. Because in situ means it hasn't spread. means it's right? confined. It's confined. You know, okay. it's confined. Um, and the ductal carcinoma, it's confined to that, to that milk duct and hasn't spread outside the walls of that. Um, but still you think, oh, you know, yippee, I have the best cancer right. I could possibly have. <laughs> This is Upstate's Health Link on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, and I'm talking with Chief Nursing Officer Nancy Page. She's sharing a personal story about her breast cancer diagnosis and treatment at Upstate. So after your biopsy and after your diagnosis, um, you and your husband went to the Upstate Cancer Center to see the multidisciplinary team. Tell us what that appointment was like. Um, what was so unique about that appointment, they they clearly let you know you would be here for the afternoon. So anticipate a three to a four hour appointment. Um, but what we also knew is that we would be able to talk to the breast surgeon. We would be able to talk to the radiation oncologist, the medical oncologist. And then we also spoke with a geneticist. So in one visit, we were able to go from one to the other to the other. So I think as far as getting all of the questions you had at least that day answered, it wasn't, you know, oh, I have to remember three days from now is my radiation oncology appointment. Now let me bring these questions. Um, and that entire team had talked about my case before each of them came in, uh, which I thought was really beneficial. So they, they already, I think they already had, well, here's the possible approaches for this patient. Um, so I, I didn't feel like I was getting different messages from, uh, from different physicians. So they had clearly already talked about your situation yes. and what they thought would be right. A good already looked at the pathology, um, so all of that had already been discussed. So, did you have to make a decision whether you wanted the IORT, the intraoperative radiation therapy, or did you? Was there an alternative that you could have? The alternative I did have. There were actually two alternatives. Um, the alternative uh, for radiation treatment would have been, I'll call it standard radiation treatment, uh, fifteen radiation treatments, uh, pretty much 15 days in a row, you know, it's Monday through Friday, but, um, so over delivered over three weeks, every single day, Monday through Friday would be the, the standard treatment. Um, I also could have gone into a, a clinical trial because what they don't know about this type of breast cancer is if they just let it sit, does it just sit? 
Does it really, does it not grow? Does it not become invasive? Do women not need surgery? Do they not need, or do they need surgery, but do they not need radiation? Um, so I actually had choices. Um, and I, for myself, I chose the interoperative radiation, uh, looking at the outcomes, um, I view them as pretty equitable to the standardized radiation therapy, quality of life. It's a one and done, the surgery and the radiation all in one day. Um, And as much as the radiation oncologist assured me that with the standard treatment, there's very little effects on other organs in your body with the radiation, um, I certainly wanted to spare any chance that I would experience that. Did you purposefully choose to get your care at Upstate? Where, where you work and where you would encounter coworkers? I did. I always think about, uh, I mean, I always think about myself and my family, where is the best care? Um, not only in this area, but even outside, if you chose to go outside. Um, we're only, there's only one other center in this state that offers intraoperative radiation, and we're one of them. Um, I had great faith in the surgeon, Dr. Lisa Lai. I actually had known her even as a resident. Um, but just had great faith in her skills and had heard wonderful feedback from staff. Uh, I, I think what I, w- I was very lucky, but didn't know it going into it, that I had an all-female team. So my radiologist who did the biop- biopsy was fem- female, Dr. Ann Weller. Um, Dr. Lisa Lai, the breast surgeon. Dr. Anna Shapiro, the radiation oncologist. Uh, Dr. Abby, her name for short, the medical oncologist. Uh, at the geneticist, uh, Dr. Morris, I think, but all women. And uh, usually that I didn't seek out women for healthcare. My, my uh, daughters were all delivered by male family practitioners, great experience. But this, this was different. Um, just really pleased that Upstate had that all-female team for me. And it just happened that they were all females, but um, why, did that, uh, why did you end up liking that? I think what I think it was, uh, um, well, Dr. Lisa Lai and uh, Dr. Shapiro, Anna Shapiro, is talking about cosmetic outcomes. And you're, so you're sitting there thinking, well, this is somebody who knows what that image looks like in the mirror. Um, and I hadn't even asked about it. I think they, they just, they brought it up. It's just, it's something you're naturally uh, going to want to talk about. So uh, just, it was, it was great to have them. Well, let's talk about the day of the procedure. Um, so you had a little bit of time to plan for this. Um, so what was it like? Did you come in early the morning of? Or? I think it's a t- what, what all patients typically think of, uh, you know, an, an operating surgical procedure. You get here very early in the morning, 6.15 or so. Um, and then after you register, so you go through, you know, getting a bracelet and your insurance information and all that stuff, uh, is going to the surgical center and there the nurses really prepare you for the procedure. Uh, so starting an IV, um, really talking with you about what to expect that day, even though I had, that had definitely been reviewed with me before. Um, kind of unique to this is then you go to the breast care center, the, at well, Wellspring. Um, so you go to Wellspring to have a wire placed um, in your breast. Uh, and it's kind of using, I'll say using mammography equipment. So they guide where the wire goes to really point the surgeon to exactly where that cancerous lesion is. And then you go back over with the wire still in place uh, to the operating room. Uh, procedure was very quick. Um, you know, the uh, Dr. Lai did her part in removing 
the cancer, and then Dr. Shapiro inserts a catheter and delivers the radiation. I was home by one o'clock that day. So she, the radiation is delivered right to where the area where Dr. Lai took, took right. out the tumor. And that was one of the, th- I mean, that's one of the, um, the benefits of this procedure is you're delivering the radiation literally to that bed of where that tumor was. So that was also one of the reasons why I chose this therapy is I thought, well, if they're going to get these evil cancer cells that decided they're going to live, um, and maybe we couldn't detect them all, you know, maybe you can't see them yet. You don't know um, that having that radiation delivered directly to that site, I also felt was a benefit. So very targeted. Did did you feel different? Like, did it feel to you like something was... Move taken out of your body? No, Did- not at all. I mean, you know, after surgery, obviously you're swollen. Um, but no, I didn't. So is your treatment over after that? Was Treatment's that not over. My radiation treatment is over. But um, uh, women with breast cancer continue to take a hormone. Uh, tamoxifen is a name many people know. Or um, aromatase inhibitors is the other one. Um, so you continue to take a hormone for five years because that is very well proven in studies to prevent breast cancer recurrence. So I continue to take that pill every single day for the next five years. And you still see your oncologist? Yes. I still see the medical oncologist, radiation oncologist, surgeon. Those visits will become more and more stretched apart, you know, hopefully as they don't find anything. Uh, Mammograms every six months as opposed to every year for at least, I think it's the first year. Um, and then I think it might go to, you know, back to every year. Good. Well, having gone through this and also being a a caregiver, um, what's your advice for women who face the diagnosis of DCIS, ductal carcinoma in situ? You know, I, I obviously look at, you know, look at the good information that's out there. So I would just, you know, caution that people go to, to sites that either, are either our upstate site, um, other well-known cancer centers, um, so you know you're getting good, really juried, you know, information. Uh, come with all those questions for your team. You know, why this kind of treatment? Why not this kind of treatment? Um, what if, like this, I would, I could have had a choice of what if I do do a clinical trial? What does that mean for me? Um, so I think the more questions you come with, and the more comfortable you are asking those questions. Uh, It really just benefits your care. Very good. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I appreciate it. My guest has been Nancy Page, the Chief Nursing Officer at Upstate and also a breast cancer survivor. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.